developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Welcome to Hashtag Gen Z. I'm your host, Megan Grace. Hashtag Gen Z is a podcast about, as you guessed it, Generation Z, the generation of young people born between 1995 and 2010. It's about who they are, what they believe in, why they do what they do, and what makes them different than any other generation. In this episode, we're kicking off a two-part series about post-graduation plans among Generation Z young adults. As Generation Z teens are approaching the end of their K-12 education, they're faced with the decision of what's next after graduation. For most young people may enter college in some capacity, they might enter the workforce or possibly join the military. In the last 30 years, the number of young people in the United States who've chosen to go to college has steadily risen. The Pew Research Center tracked this by generation in a 2017 study. In 2000, 32% of employed Gen Xers, so Generation Z's parents, aged 25 to 29 had a bachelor's degree. In 2016, 40% of employed millennials between the ages of 25 and 29 had at least a bachelor's degree, which is the highest of any previous generation. But the big question is if this trend of more young people attending college will continue with Generation Z. I don't anticipate the trend of young people attending college will decrease with Generation Z, but there may be more conversation about the relevancy and necessity of their traditional path of attending college right after senior year. Some may take the time to explore their passions and interests by taking a gap year before enrolling. Lee Obama did this before enrolling at Harvard. Some may go straight into full-time work or internships to get insights through job-related experience. Consider a young person who spends their time as a pharmacy technician understanding the ins and outs of working in a pharmacy before pursuing a degree in science and then moving on to an advanced degree for pharmacy school. And some might find that job-related training and experience they need without attending college at all, while still finding success in their careers. Generation Z has numerous free and low-cost resources available today that they can utilize to learn and prepare for a career that doesn't necessarily require going to college to get what was previously a monopolized professional development opportunity. Whether that's enrolling in short-term vocationally-focused programs, online resources and training programs, MOOCs, so our massive online learning communities, or learning on the job by participating in internships. With the number of resources and opportunities available to explore passions and interests while developing skills that might not necessarily be taught in college, but are definitely needed for a job, may lead Generation Z to wonder why they need a college degree, which can be pretty costly and take a number of years to complete. 
For a student who is self-taught in computer coding and has been building websites and apps for years, is a college degree in computer science necessary? Or are there training opportunities that would allow them to use their technical skills and learn on the job? Wing's decision is no easy feat, especially as a teenager. As someone who studies and works in higher education, I was excited to chat with a member of Generation Z who recently did just that. Jack Brennan is a recent high school graduate who took a different path than most of his peers. While most of his classmates were finishing their course requirements to graduate and move on to college, Jack started working full-time for a company while balancing his required courses to graduate. While some of his peers were probably worried about the Common App or the SAT for college admissions, Jack was spending his afternoons working for a company in business development. And when he wasn't working, he's been spending his time pursuing and exploring his passion for film and filmmaking. My path at that age could not have been more different, and I was excited to learn more about his experiences and hear his story, and I'm excited to share it with you. So I would like to welcome my guest today, Jack Brennan. Jack is an incredible young man. I was so excited to be able to be connected with him through one of my good friends and learn a little bit more about his story. So Jack is on his way to graduating from high school, and he's actually been working full time for a little while, but I want to turn it over to Jack so he can tell you a little bit about his story. Yeah, thank you so much, Megan. Thank you for having me on today. So I'm from Ohio. I grew up in Cleveland for half of my childhood, spent a year in Florida, and then I've been in Columbus for about seven years now. And just a little bit about myself. So like as a kid, I was never one to ask permission to do things. Um, I would always do things on my own. Like I never asked my parents if I could go to the park and play with my friends, I would just go. And I think this is evident in in my career choices and where it's kind of led me to today. But in my sophomore year of high school, I was feeling a little bit trapped in the whole system of school and life. And and so I wanted to kind of take a new adventure. And I moved to Spain as an exchange student for my junior year of high school. And there I started doing freelance work, like website building, social media management, um, copywriting, all sorts of stuff, which kind of launched my career to where it is today. And when I got back to the US, one of those connections that I had, that I had made from, from freelance work, you know, connected me with this company called TopScore. And they were looking to hire a business development representative full time back in September. And so I reached out to them. And that's where I am today. I've, I've been working as a business development representative at uh, TopScore, which is a software company out of Pittsburgh um, for about seven months now. And um, yeah, that's kind of the, the rundown on what I'm doing and who I am. Jack, that's incredible. First of all, you studied abroad and just just charted your course in you know sophomore year of high school. I was like, will I pass my driver's test when I was a sophomore? So we had clearly different priorities, but I think it is just so fascinating that you've really taken this route because I work in higher education. And so I see a lot of college going students and really I, I'm pretty familiar with the, the everyday typical life of a 12th grader. At one point I was one, but what's a typical day for you? Because you've been working full time since September. So what is a day in the life of Jack Brennan look like? Right. So um, I'm in school in the mornings until about 1045 AM. And that's about three classes each day. And then I come home and I start I start working right around 11 o'clock. You know, my internal team meetings start and then I kind of, you know, have meetings scheduled throughout the day and I'll work until about, you know, 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then from there, I'll launch into my other side projects that I'm doing, you know, if I have any more freelance projects that I'm working on or any sort of videography, video editing or personal projects, I'll, I'll work on that, you know, past 6 or 7 p.m. You know, but in, in between that time, it's, you know, I'm dedicated to 
you know, my role at top score and, and everything I'm doing there. How did you work it out with your high school to, because you have a unique structure of you go to class for a few hours a day and then you work full time. So what was the process of going about that with your high school? Because I'm sure after people listen to your story, they're probably going to know if that's something they're interested in, how do they go about doing it themselves? Yeah, exactly. So I think it depends on each state. And I think it's easier to do if you're in a public school like I am. But I was fortunate enough that my school was willing to work with me to set my schedule. So, um, you know, I I have the three classes that I need to graduate in the morning. um, And then my work actually counts as another credit, which is great. And so I was just really fortunate enough to have my school will be really cooperative and work with me to set my schedule and allow me to work full time. And so I think it's definitely easier to do in a public school. But yeah, I think it's just a matter matter of reaching out to to your school. And you know, if you want to work while you're still in high school, it's completely possible. That's great. I'm glad that your high school was really willing to help you go about like this career path for you and, and be flexible in what you wanted to do. Do you have a lot of other peers from your school or maybe in the local area that are doing something similar? Um, Sort of. So I know of people who might be taking like five classes and, you know, they might get out of school at, you know, one or two in the afternoon and then they work part time jobs, um, you know, like normal teenage jobs, like working in a restaurant or at a grocery store or, you know, at a local business or something. But then I know people who have done like part time internships at companies here in Columbus and that, you know, they they might do that after school or you know, they might have a schedule set where, you know, they have like four or five classes and, and then they go do the internship. But I can't really think of anybody who is holding like a, a true full-time job like I am. So yeah, there's, there's definitely people who are, who are doing somewhat similar things like that, where they're dedicating more time to like their part-time job or internship. But I can't think of anybody who holds like a full-time job like I do. I'm just still blown away by it. Do you feel that there's a lot of, or, you know, do you have peers that are doing the internship? Do you think that that's something that's more common with people your age of taking on an internship? You know, most people are doing that when they start when they're in college or even right after college. So do you think that there's more high school students more moving towards finding internship opportunities and trying to utilize that to supplement their high school experience? Yeah, definitely. I think there's definitely a tendency for people my age to, especially, you know, as a 12th grader to start looking into more of what they're passionate about and things that they're interested in. And I think for some people that might, you know, include doing an internship at a, at a marketing company, for example, or doing an internship at a video production company. And, and that kind of helps them to decide, you know, if they're going to college, what they want to study in college or what they want to kind of pursue. It's really just a matter of kids my age looking for more things that they're into and and trying to find out earlier on what what they're interested in and what they're passionate about. That's awesome. So you've decided to forego college. You're like, I'm I'm cool. I'm going to go straight into work. What helped you make that decision of you were going to pursue full-time work your senior year and kind of lead me through your your thought process and your decision-making process of ultimately how you came to deciding that you were going to forego college for for the time being? Yeah, so I think it was a a combination of two things. And the first was, you know, when when I started my freelance career and started to talk talk to other people and other entrepreneurs and kind of find out what their stories were and their timelines, I found not going to college or not having a college degree was a very viable option in today's marketplace, especially for somebody who has an entrepreneurial mindset um, and wants to, you know, get things get things done isn't and is, you know, hungry and ambitious. 
and then just just talking to other people my age uh, from around the country who I've had, who I've gotten to know really well. For example, people like in in the Next Gen Summit community, where you know, I, after hearing their stories, I kind of came to the realization that it is an option, you know, not to go to college and not to kind of pursue the traditional path. And then once I started you know, actually working full-time during my high school career and seeing the results that I could produce and getting my foot in the door at a company and kind of seeing like how things really operated. And that kind of gave me the confidence to say, okay, yeah, college is really something that I don't really need right now, especially for what I'm interested in and the position I'm in to kind of launch my career and my future. For those who might be unfamiliar, do you want to just give a little overview of what NextGen is and how you got involved with it. Yeah, so NextGen Summit community is an awesome community of mostly young people who are either entrepreneurs, um, you know, or entrepreneurial-minded people that are looking to have an impact on the world. And it's just this awesome community. They host a yearly conference called the NextGen Summit. I definitely encourage to for people to check it out. I've met so many fantastic people in a wide array of industries and and professions and students and professionals that are just really inspiring and kind of took their stories and that had a, a really big influence on me and, and where I am today. That's great. I'm glad you've been able to find that that sense of community with with young people and, and mentors that want to support your growth. And that kind of leads me to my next question. Where have you, aside from NextGen, sought out and found support in making your decision? And where have you seen some potential barriers or people kind of confronting you about your decision? Obviously, the majority of people my age are going to graduate high school and go to college next year. Where I've found support, not only in in the NextGen Summit community, but um, I'm also part of a program called Praxis, um, which is a 12-month alternative education program. And it's it's geared toward young people who want to jumpstart their careers without college degree. And I've been fortunate enough to to have many friends in that community as well who have jump-started their careers way past where I am even without college and, and the traditional path. And that has been a, a real pillar of support for me as well. And then, you know, once I get to know other people and my friends are supportive of my decisions and where it gets, if somebody might confront me about it, my response is, this is my life and my decisions and college might be great for some people, but it's it's not. You no, know, I don't think it's it's the right decision for me at this time. And so I'm kind of going down my own path and people have to choose their paths and it's not going to be the same for everybody. So, you know, it's you can't really think that that way or and have that mindset. I'm glad you've been able to find support, hopefully from people close to your home base, but also, you know, community like you found through NextGen that have been supportive of that and helped you really realize this is a good decision for you and in my conversations with you and learning more about your story. I think it is a good, I'm really excited to kind of follow your career path and see where it takes you. And, and I'm fascinated by all of this. So I would love to learn a little bit more about what was your process of finding your job I know you've been with TopScore for a few months now, and you're going to continue working with them after you graduate and move to Pittsburgh. Were companies, when you were kind of deciding, I'm going to go full-time, were you met with some hesitation of, I mean, obviously, you were probably a little bit younger than their typical employee. What was your process of finding your job and assimilating into that role? Right, right. So you are absolutely correct. I am the youngest person at TopScore by nine years. The next youngest person is, I think, 27 years old. But when I was looking, first of all, 
I was connected to TopScore um, through one of my friends who was a freelance designer and graphic artist at the, at the time. And she had connected me to TopScore because she did freelance design work for, for the TopScore websites. And so the way I reached out to our CEO and CFO, I sort of knew that they were open to people, younger people, younger professionals like myself. And one thing that stood out to me when I was hired was our CFO throughout the statement, like, we don't really care how old somebody is. You know, we're a results-driven company. And if you can produce the results that we want, we don't really care what how old you are or your experience level, as long as you can get the job done. And most people think that, oh, I have to jump through all these hoops and submit a resume and go through all these interviews. And I think personally, the, the real way to get a job, especially as a younger professional, if you're hesitant about a company hiring you because of your age, go directly to the CEO or the, or the, or the uh, decision maker or whoever it might be. And instead of submitting something like a resume, for example, I submitted a personal pitch deck. And this kind of gave an overview of my experiences and my soft skills and how I can apply them to my role at TopScore. Because I think at the end of the day, an employer or a company, all they care about are the results that you can produce for them and the value that you can create at the company. And if you can you know, successfully communicate that you can do that, most companies will, will be willing to hire somebody who's younger and especially somebody who's younger and has ambition and, and personal drive. That's a great lead in to my next question. What do you think are some of the strengths that people from your generation, so Generation Z, can contribute to a workplace even at your young age? Because the oldest of your generation are 23 and are just entering the workplace. What do you think are some of the strengths that your generation can contribute to a workplace? Because I know I'm really excited to one day be able to hire your generation. What should some hiring managers or companies be looking forward to having with your generation coming to the workplace? Yeah, so the first thing that comes to mind is the major difference between Generation Z and millennials is that we've kind of grown up um, in the digital age and with this crescendo of technology at our fingertips, we really don't know a world without the internet and without this connectivity. And I think that as a generation, we've been really able to leverage that to our advantage. And, and because of that, we have a really good understanding of how culture works, what is trending in marketplaces, how to interact with technology and how to use technology effectively. And I think that's a very vital skill to today's marketplace where Generation Z can leverage in companies that might have been around for 30 years and haven't really transitioned fully to their full potential in, in this digital age. So I think that's that's definitely something that people in my generation can can contribute to. Leading me into my next question, which is, what do you think you could provide to older generations in terms of advice when it comes to Generation Z and their career plans? Because Generation Z is going to need mentors and they might find those within the workplace or it might just be people trying to help them get jobs. But what advice do you have for those older generations when it comes to helping foster Gen Z and their career plans and their futures to help support them achieve the dreams? I mean, it sounds like you've had some people really cheering you on and have helped you get to where you are, but we want to help all generations be multi-generational in their organizations and be effective in those multi-generational organizations. So what advice do you have? I totally agree with you on, on that point. I think to older generations, a lot of people have this perception that Generation Z does not know how to effectively communicate with people, face-to-face -face communication. They think that we're always addicted to screens and, and technology. And that's really, in my experience, you know, for the most part, that's not the case. I think that our generation 
really has the leverage to understand how culture works in this digital age. And I think that you know, if older generations can understand that Generation Z has a totally different perspective on the world, that's with this connectivity and this use of technology and culture that can really drive different interests and different ambitions. I think we're going to slowly see my generation moving away from more traditional career paths to kind of forging their own forging their own paths in in this new age of technology, just because we know how to interact with it and use it to our advantage. The main piece of advice I would give to older generations looking to help Generation Z would be understand that Generation Z doesn't necessarily want to follow the traditional paths. There's a lot of different things that our generation understands that can help us forge our careers that maybe wasn't possible in the past. And I have a question. As you were thinking about what you were looking for in a job, because it was a, it was a big decision for you to make to decide I'm not going to go to high school full time. I'm going to start working full time and balance this with high school, and then I'm going to forego college and I'm going to go kind of forge my own path again and go into full time work. It's a big decision. What was really something? What were the things you were looking for in your career search and your job search, and what attracted you to your current position? So I think most people have this conception that when they're starting their careers. They want to find an industry or like a very specific role that they want to be interested or passionate about. And I think that's not necessarily the right approach. I think the right approach is to find a company or a group of people that you're passionate about working with and, and find interesting and then find a way to contribute to that group of people or that company or that industry that find a way to contribute to that group of people and that industry or that company without pigeonholing yourself into, oh, I need to get into this specific role. I think the most important thing when looking for a job when you're starting your career is a company and a group of people that you're interested in. So when I was interviewing with TopScore, I knew they were looking to hire a business development representative. And I knew that TopScore has a great company culture and a great team. And I knew I wanted to be a part of it. And so since they were looking to hire a business development representative, I said, okay, I can really leverage this position to gain experience in sales and communication. And I can leverage that you know, further along in my career. But I think right now I really want to work with this group of people and in this setting, in this high growth company, which will really allow me to be a fast learner and gain the experience necessary to act as a stepping stone to where I want to be in the future. I think it's so important that you were able to recognize that culture is such a huge part of your work and is a huge part of your work-life happiness. And I'm sure that that was something you were looking forward to, not only an organization you care about, but people that you can connect with every day. And it wasn't just, I need to find a job. I'm glad you spent the time finding a good fit for you because I think it's going to be a, a good option for you. And I'm ex again, I'm excited to see your career grow and follow your story some more. So Jack, that leads me to my last question. As you know, I love hearing about Generation Z stories. I love doing this research and I love being able to hang out with awesome Gen Z members like yourself, but I would love to hear from your perspective. What is your favorite thing about your generation? What's your favorite thing about Generation Z? That's a good question. I think my favorite thing about my generation is the fact that we're so incredibly diverse and we have such a diverse group of people and communities that, like I said, can really leverage this digital age and, and culture and technology to place themselves where they want to be in life and not necessarily you know, following traditional paths and building traditional careers. 
I'm excited to see what sort of companies and, and, and industries and jobs my generation can create from this diverse range of, of backgrounds and communities. And I think it'll be very interesting to watch how it all plays out. Jack's story is a perfect example of how Generation Z is looking at life after K-12 education, questioning whether college is worthwhile of the time and financial investments, questioning if those investments will lead to positive outcomes or serve as a barrier for achieving their dreams and pursuing their passions. For Jack, going straight into a full-time career made the most sense for his interests and goals. I'm very excited to see where his career evolves and see the wonderful things he's going to do. In the next episode, we'll be chatting with a young woman who decided to attend college and learn more about her decision to attend college and her experiences in doing so. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Gen Z and for all of your support thus far. This has been an incredible journey and I'm really enjoying this. If you're enjoying it as well, head over to your preferred platform for podcast listening and subscribe to Hashtag Gen Z because you don't want to miss a thing. And while you're at it, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover when it comes to Gen Z, please feel free to drop me a quick line on my website, meganmgrace.com, or you can find me on social media, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Your questions and reviews and ratings and feedback help me build better episodes and tell the stories of Generation Z. Thanks again. Let's continue this conversation and we'll chat soon. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.